Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down, like I have a choice, brew some tea, and then spill it. Let's start the show. This episode of Tea Time with Tay is brought to you by my company, Cup of Tay Luxury Loose Leaf Teas. Cup of Tay is a loose leaf tea company that gives back to mental health awareness causes and also delivers you the most amazing organic loose leaf teas on the market. It's my guarantee. We have the cutest packaging, very modern and looks amazing in everyone's kitchen, office, or makes for a very great gift. To check out Cup of Tay, head to www.cupoftay.com or look for the link in our description and it's at Cup of Tay Shop on Instagram. But enough about that and let's get right into the show. Hey guys, hello and welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Tay. I am so excited. We had a little bit of technical difficulties on my end of things. Sorry about that today. But I have an amazing guest named Vanessa Samina here on the pod. Vanessa, say hi. Hi, Taylor. Thank you for having me. No problem. Like I was saying before, I have been having technical difficulties in this house, so I really appreciate your patience and understanding. Well, with these things, who knows whose side it's really stemming from. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Could have been my laptop. <laughs> I know, and also because of the distance, right? We, I'm really happy that we were able to set this up and make it happen because we do have quite a bit of a time difference. You're in Zurich, right? Yes, I'm in Zurich, Switzerland. And you're in Ontario? Ontario, Toronto, Canada. Very far away, but I hear it's very beautiful over where um, you live. I've seen actually a vlog with you and your partner where you were kind of like going around Zurich. Have you been there for long? Um, yeah, I grew up there for a good chunk of my life. I did most of my education in Zurich and it's been a journey. It's a very beautiful place, but like so many places, um, it has like its beautiful parts. It has its parts that... I think everybody struggles with and um for sure yeah it's kind of like you know Canada is very beautiful as well but it's very cold I heard it can be extremely cold over here our winter months oh my gosh I don't do you guys do uh, degrees or Fahrenheit uh Celsius Celsius so we can yeah. get to like negative 15 negative 20 so wow. it's not always a fun time. But that being said, I wanted to take my audience down a journey of your journey of how you ended up doing what you're doing today. So if I go all a few years back, I think to 2015 is your first video I was able to watch your channel from what it is today from what it was is very different. So can you take me back to the beginning of you entering into the YouTube world? Yeah, definitely. So I started my channel in, I think, I believe it's 2010 that I actually created the channel. And I didn't upload for a long time because back then it was nice to just have an account so you could comment and interact. But I always knew that I wanted to share things on YouTube with other users 
So mm -hmm. um, the first video that you were actually able to see is not the first one that I have on my channel. A lot of them are private. <laughs> hey, it <laughs> happens. It, ha <laughs> it happens. Sometimes you just gotta erase <laughs> a little bit of like, oh, that doesn't need to be out there anymore. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are private and um, a lot of them I just created for myself, right, to mm -hmm. keep track of my journey. So I felt as though now that my channel has grown into such a different direction, it would be better to keep certain things of my journey for myself to not make it confusing. But I do still have some videos, like you said, from 2015 that just shows where I started, which was really a different point than I'm at right now. So I definitely was very much into fashion and beauty, which I still am. Yes, you um, still rocking it. <laughs> I'll obviously have all of her socials down below, but if you check out her gram or even those few videos, you have amazing style. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, so do you. And okay. it's, <laughs> it's just uh, how I began was just doing things that I was passionate about, but at the same time, it was also more mainstream. Yeah. to share things about beauty and fashion. And um, anything spiritual wasn't really out there on social media or not that I had seen it. And it just, all of the communities that I looked up to were more beauty-based. So I thought, sure, I love beauty. Let's start sharing about it. Definitely. But then, yeah, after a while, I just started to notice that it just wasn't as fun to create the content. It was more stressful than anything. It was stressful thinking to myself, I have to buy new clothes or think of new makeup looks and I don't need those clothes, nor do I want to try these crazy makeup looks. Yeah. But yeah, if I don't, then I have nothing to share. So it's it was really a struggle to figure out what to do and which side of myself I want to embrace just because... Um, a spiritual side, obviously a lot of people always connect that with not owning much or maybe not liking beauty and fashion Minimalism. or exactly. Yeah. And it was a very daunting step to move from this more luxury or fast fashion space that I was in to just completely show another side and another thought process that I have had and to put myself in that position where I'm open to a lot of criticism because as you know yes. um, polarities can sometimes cause a lot of strong opinions <laughs> 100% and that's kind of where I wanted to dive into is with spirituality something that was always there or has it been something that evolved after you started doing YouTube or was that always a part of your life beforehand and you just kind of put it in the back burner because of the space that you were trying to fill? Mm. Um, that's a really great question because I feel as though spirituality wasn't something that was known as spirituality to me. I feel like I've always been connected to something that I felt was greater than I was, but I didn't understand what it was because I wasn't particularly religious in any sense so to me first I thought spirituality had to be connected to religion, religion. I yeah I didn't under 
understand that there was so much more out there that you could identify with. So even as a kid, I would always collect rocks and stones that I felt connected to, which since then have upgraded to crystals. crystals. <laughs> exactly. <Definitely. laughs> yeah, you. so, excuse me? No, I said I completely feel you on that one. It's one of those things where even for me, I if you look at my on my wrist, I have a little cross tattoo, but if anyone were to ask me what I identify with, and I said, I definitely think my journey has gone more from religion to spirituality, but it's kind of one of those things that's very difficult to put your finger on of what that looks like because it looks different for every single person. So I can only imagine how difficult it was for you to not only embrace that side of yourself fully, but also be able to share it. So were you nervous? Like, were you scared the first time when you're like, I'm going to upload a video about spirituality? Yeah, I actually, I was so nervous. I was sitting there and I was just squealing saying, oh my God, they're going to hate it. Everybody (laughs) is going to comment how terrible or weird that this is, how strange it is. And just, you know, that fear of being judged or being told that you're not authentic because you have another side to you. And um, it was very scary. And definitely at the beginning of embarking on this new journey, there were a lot of reminders of um, the fact that this wasn't, quote unquote, my lane. But I just decided that, you know, it's up to me what lane I would like to pick and which side I would like to put forward. You can like fashion and be into skincare and beauty and at the same time still be very connected to a greater consciousness to a greater sense of viewing the world so one I really just want to be somebody who stands for the fact that one doesn't cancel out the other and vice versa I love that I love the fact that you were were willing to do that because it is something that stops a lot of people from even starting YouTube is very very difficult to do I know I have started stopped tried countless times I can't even tell you and one of those things is because it's like I don't know how to share without the fear of rejection and I know it's something even before you went into the spirituality side it's something that you kind of discussed in your sit down videos when you would discuss how difficult it is or had been for you you know being someone of mixed race growing up in a place like Zurich or someone who was okay not really having as big of a friend circle as some other people and being stepping into that truth so where did that strength come from and how have your life experiences kind of shaped your confidence that's a really great thing to look into because I feel like a lot of people get to a point where you ask them about oh wow like how did you accomplish this but most people forget to ask where did the confidence come from where did you it's a it's a long journey it can tend to be a long journey to get there yeah yeah I agree I feel like once you start to get that visibility and you start to have a network of people, mm-hmm. you've already stepped over so many stones and 
conquered so many challenges um, before you even got to that point that a lot of people don't speak about. Um, so I really do think that just the fact that my parents, particularly my mom, never made me feel as though it was because I was different that people didn't like me. Yeah. It was just more her saying, well, not everybody is going to like you and you really don't have a choice other than to just be strong. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, I have an African mom, so they're very straight up stereotypically. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Jamaican mom. I have a Jamaican mom, so I can kind of relate on that front. Oh, so you can completely relate. They they don't play around. They don't uh, They tell you how it is. No, (laughs) exactly. And um, I think that really instilled a lot of confidence in me. And I think just the fact that I grew up with kind of having the ability to embrace both sides, both my mom's side who's Nigerian and my dad's side and he's Swiss and that never being a point of conflict that never being oh you have to pick something that was always an issue that other people had that's never an issue that I had so um I feel like that really gave me confidence to know that hey this is who I am I can embrace however much of any side that I want to and just be myself and my tribe will follow. I might not have a lot of friends now in this school setting where you have to be in a classroom with people that you maybe usually wouldn't gel with. Yeah. But once I'm out of here, I'm going to find my people just like you, Taylor. <laughs> Aww, see, that's, that's what I love to hear. But it's one of those things where it takes, it often takes a very long time for people to figure that part out, especially during those high school years, which tend to be just so tumultuous in so many different ways. But I love the fact that your parents were able to provide you a space and I guess a home setting where that was never a problem for you. But I know, and it's funny because when I look at you from first looks, I, growing up where I grew up, you look like every single person who I grew up with. You know what I mean? Like my... Toronto is arguably one of the most multicultural cities in the world. So I can only imagine what that was like for you. Because when we over here in North America think of Switzerland, we think of, you know, what what your partner looks like. Or, you know, the blonde hair, blue-eyed uh, person. But you, you embody strength. And I know it's not always easy, but I just from your little unicorn fam, wanted to let you know that it is something that comes across. And uh, I just am in awe of that because I can only imagine how much self-work that has had to go into you being the person you are today. So. Thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate it coming from someone like yourself. I mean, putting yourself out there like you know is not an easy thing and yet you're here doing it you're grinding you're putting out content that motivates and inspires people and it's just really a blessing to have strong women like yourself speak to me in such a kind way I always dreamt of having friends and people in my life like you actually (laughs) oh see and I think that's the thank you that's so kind I think it's 
the great thing that comes with being an adult and comes with finding yourself is you can pick your own tribe. I always tell people that, you know, it's important who you keep in your energy. Before I even understood what spirituality or energy was, I knew that the people I keep around me have a very huge direct effect on my mood and my life trajectory. So whenever I'm able to find someone who I vibe with, which I know this sounds really creepy, but I feel like I vibed with you from this through the screen. I've been watching. Aww. I've been watching for a while. Makes me so happy. <laughs> I've been watching for a while, and I don't know. I just so. It, I don't know if you hear that a lot from people. Actually, I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like there are some people where you watch their content or you listen to them and you just know I I would click with you in real life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I could see I'm, me going to brunch with her. I could see me truly hanging out with her and just, it's that one of those weird clicky things that you can't, not clicky as in clicks, but it just connects. And clicking, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so with you being someone who now has grown your channel to what it is today, I think you passed the 200k subscriber mark. So congratulations. That's I a, did. Thank you so much. That's it's incredible. Huge. I think when you were moving rooms, did I see like balloons for 200? Is that what that Maybe. was? Maybe. Is that like content that I... <laughs> I wasn't supposed to. We might to. have had a little 200,000 photo shoot. <laughs> I love, yay, 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 yay. That's so fun. I saw it for everyone listening, like, what? When she was, when we were trying to figure out the Wi Fi situation, she was moving around in her house and I saw like these balloons and I was like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> so, congratulations. Oh, that's so funny because I thought you were frozen. <laughs> no, I kept like going, it, it, it. In and out, in and out. But uh, having reached the 200K mark, what, in your experience so far, have been the positive sides of being on YouTube and the negative sides? I definitely find what you mentioned about starting, stopping, giving it another approach on YouTube, and then figuring out, okay, maybe this is not it, trying it a different way, then quitting altogether. It's just uh, a process that can really wear on your motivation when you're not getting the results that you feel like you would want to see. So yeah. I completely understand it's hard to find your space because it's just such a, um, how should I say, it's just such a saturated place to be in on YouTube. So it's hard to make that first dent. I mean, I was on there for years before I felt like I gained traction mm -hmm. with a tribe that I really vibed with. So I definitely feel like the challenge as well as opportunity is being able to motivate yourself to just try over and over again. But yeah. it can also wear on you a little bit because there's a lot of comparing that can happen while you're sitting there hoping your videos are going to get traction or pick up that people are going to see your content because that's what we create content for. We want people 
to hear it, to see it. Yeah. To be able to take value from our content. So to just say, Oh, you know, even if I get 10 views, that's fine. I mean, I think every content creator would be lying if they Mm -hmm. said that because we all want people to see our content. That's why we're putting it out there. Yeah. So it can be difficult when you're trying to find your niche. And that's something that I feel I understand a lot because my channel definitely did not blow up overnight. It was a long process before that happened. But at the same time, it's just taught me to keep, trying and trying different approaches and just investing in different parts of myself and seeing which one really allows me to grow and click and have fun because I've never had as much fun filming and creating content as I'm having now and that's just another reminder that it's the right path for me. That's let's see that's the most important thing I was gonna ask you how would you because you know you said as a content creator obviously views are something we all look at and mm-hmm. as something we want obviously because you want your content that you put so much time and effort into making editing setting up speaking to a camera exactly. by yourself to be viewed but how do you outside of views quantify success like what is success how do you what makes you go to bed at night feeling like okay that was a successful video or a successful week of work because this is work. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. And I feel like a lot of people can sometimes underestimate just how much pressure is behind it and yeah. um, how much work it is because a 40 hour work week sounds good to me. It sounds balanced <laughs> yeah. um, compared to how much work you can put in when you're an entrepreneur or a content creator just doing your own thing. So I definitely find that I've had a bit of an issue getting myself to a point, like you said, every night, every week where I feel accomplished because I just always am thinking I can do better. I can learn more. I can put out better content. So what I've been doing is just writing three things down every day that I want to get done. And if I get those three things done, then I allow myself to be happy with my day, to feel accomplished, proud of myself, and to know this was a successful day. Anything else that I get done aside from those three things, I'm, of course, going to be really happy about. But to just remind myself of the fact that you don't need to do everything at once. That's the, you know, that's a very difficult thing that I'm currently struggling with is because when you are doing your own, and I resonate so much with what you said, because when you're doing your own thing, you never, when people go to a nine to five, they have their boss, their boss tells them what they need to do, or they know what they need to do, they do it and they go home. For us, if we don't create, if we don't self-motivate, then if we don't want to do anything, nothing happens. If we want to do something, everything happens. So I think I'm going to steal and adopt that thing that you said where you do three things every single day or jot it down. And if that is your list, then you do it. Because I I only know how easy it is for your nine to five to blend to a nine to nine to nine to 12 and go on. And so I, I love that. And 
in you doing what you do, how did you start? Because obviously there's a spirituality side. I definitely connect with that. But I would not know the first thing about reading, I guess, you tarot cards, um, getting knowing crystals. I'm starting to learn now. And I definitely will be picking your brain for some tips and tricks. But how, how did... How long was that process of learning how to work with actual tarot? Well, I mean, I'm still learning every mm-hmm. day. Um, and that's a big part that goes on behind the scenes. A lot of reading. And yeah. Just a whole lot of reading. That's really what it is. I feel like a lot of people will tell you, oh, just work with it or just let it come to you. But I just want to be completely honest you have to read, you have to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a practice that, of course, you need your intuition for. Your gut feeling is one thing that you get to use in this field, but it's not everything. Um, And it's so important that you just study it rigorously to get into the flow because just the tarot itself, I mean, there's 78 cards in the deck and oh, wow. you can, yeah, it's a lot. And you can, of course, learn a card a day. But after day 78, are you really going to remember what you learned on day one? <laughs> so, no. Not if exactly. you are me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it was just really getting to know the tarot deck specifically was just really a few weeks of locking myself up with books on the meanings of each card, of mm-hmm. each suit, and just going over it religiously over and over and over again until I kind of was able to very slowly lay one or two cards and say okay these are a few meanings that I remember so it's a very slow process where I feel sometimes you just need to double down and do those late night shifts and just spend your entire time reading and rehearsing yeah. with the cards to get to know them. So I definitely feel like you can learn the tarot in a few months if you're very dedicated, but to really get a feel for it, to be able to speak and flow with more than one deck, I would definitely say it, it's a few years. <laughs> it's a few years. Okay, I was like, yeah. I was always curious about that because I I will admit for last thing a couple months ago when I first found your channel I looked at the tarot cards and I was like oh like maybe I'll pick up a deck and I looked at it and I was like ooh this is gonna be <laughs> this isn't just something that you kind of just willy nilly dive yeah. into it's not gonna be something that just oh I got a deck and it's just so easy and <laughs> and uh, I think even the process of learning how to trust your intuition is. Uh, a process in itself too because mm-hmm. it took me I know for me with I had an accident which landed me in my chair and intuition was a whole part of it I listened to someone else instead of listening to my gut feeling that was literally screaming at me Taylor maybe don't do this and I listened to someone else over my intuition. And so ever since that day, I've made a vow to never not follow it. And so sometimes when I'm watching your videos and you're like intuitively pick uh, a card or a stone, at first I was like, I don't know what to do. 
But it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, take a deep breath and whatever it is, even if you think, oh, I'm just picking it because it's pretty, something is drawing you there. And I love the way that you're able to just describe that with your audience and your little unicorn fam. What is your, with your, that's what you call your followers. So what is your relationship like with them, with the little tribe you've, not little tribe, the tribe you've been able to uh, create? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm actually thinking of calling it the Unicorn Army. Yes. Yeah, they're really there. It's an awesome community on YouTube. Usually you will see a lot of comments that are less than nice. Let's just say it that way. Um, But I find with this space that I've created with every single one from the Unicorn Fam, Unicorn Army, it's just positivity all throughout the channel people write down their experiences or share their stories and others comment really supportive and inspiring things under those under those stories and it's just people helping one another out in the comment section and just seeing how much people can really take value from my videos yeah that's just what I've always wanted I've always known that I wanted to somehow connect with people in a way how I could provide them with true value and it's just an amazing positive space that I've created and been able to cultivate with everyone who's been a part of it so it's it's awesome (laughs) I'm I I know that I'm glad to hear that you're able to experience that too because sometimes as a creator you get wrapped up in just like putting it out there but I am someone who peruses the comment sections and the sentiments of other people definitely are me like when they somebody says I had the notification on because I needed I needed to talk to you or like hear from you and even for I had a friend who for the last few weeks has been just going through a very difficult time. And it seems like just like every sector of her life, it just keeps hitting her. And she was seeking out YouTubers uh, who do what you do, but she kept finding that it was only one topic. But when I told her about you, her first comment back was, she loved the fact that you diversify and where you can talk about relationships, but you also talk about spirit guides or your angels or um even what's next for you in work in the month so i just wanted to let you know from a feedback perspective the diversity is very welcome and um oh thank you that's amazing to hear because life is so much more than just wondering whether a guy or a girl is going to call us or not (laughs) yeah and i think it's important to uh make sure that we're not so entranced in what our love life is doing that we forget about everything else because love is here to be a great addition, not to make you think every waking moment, Oh, what's coming next? Like there's keeping you on your toes and then there's just play. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah. you know what? If, uh, if I'm not getting Vanessa's advice today, I just got to figure it out, Taylor. Like, we can figure this out. <laughs> if the person isn't responding back, that's probably for her reason. They, they, they like they you said, <laughs> listen to your gut feeling, your intuition. 100%. So, um, 
So from YouTube, if I go into the last bit about your business before doing maybe a general reading or feeling for the audience, but um, what what made you start? I want to know if I'm pronouncing it right. The bow, the bow life. Yeah, bow life. Bow life. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that side of your business? Yeah. So, um, bow life or buildabowlife.com is a website that I created a while back while my channel was still in the works of getting to where it is now. Um, Yeah, so I had it for a while and I always knew that I definitely wanted to create content, but I've always had a pretty entrepreneurial spirit. So I knew that I wanted to build a business as well. So I thought the best thing for me to do is to just throw myself into what felt right, which was this more holistic spiritual path. So I decided I'm not going to build a business around something that doesn't resonate as much as spirituality does right now. So that is how I started looking into how I can bring my favorite tools to other people who love on one side beautiful things but then on the other side also want crystals and everything crystal themed yeah so that's how the journey started just a need and want for basically more crystals in my life that's the smartest thing I think that when I see a content creators do is because there comes a point where you're gonna want to take a week off you're going to want to take two weeks off, three weeks off, and maybe one day you may not want to do this full time. And the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is build a business that can make you money while you're sleeping. That's always something that I've had in the back of my mind. So when I found out that you do that, I was like, yes, like, go girl. Like, I'm like rooting for you here over here because um, it is something that I have been looking into, but I know, uh, like, buying crystals but I didn't really know where to start so when I finally after a few months of watching you saw that I'm like when I get my place which is in like a month I am so excited to be able to buy from someone who I feel connection with because I didn't really know where to go if that makes sense yeah I uh, that's so exciting yeah but I completely get what you mean it's a confusing place and when you're looking to move into your own space you want to add beautiful things such as crystals and it can be hard to know where to go and I found that to be a difficult thing for myself while I was creating content I was asking myself okay where do I get crystals because a lot of sites I felt like I didn't know what I would really be getting Exactly. Well, the energy of the person. I'm like, it has to be important to the process. And so I'm like, I don't know who to go to, but now I do. So, yeah. Well, we're definitely going to have to send you a little care package for your new place. (laughs) Oh, well, I also want to send you a care package. I don't know if you're a tea drinker, but I want to send you or your partner some tea as a care package oh, too. I love it. Yeah, because I'm on I that side of the wellness. <laughs> I'm on that side of the wellness uh, wellness um, side. But 
before, if I wrap up the discussion, and I know that we had kind of discussed about maybe doing a little bit of a general reading for the yeah. audience. Is that mm-hmm. so? Maybe if you describe what that looks like before for someone who may not really, who may be new to all this whole world. Sure. Let me just explain. So I have a few decks before me. I have a traditional tarot deck. And then I also have oracle decks. And oracle decks just kind of vary depending on who created them. So I thought it would be really great to shuffle and just intuitively pull some cards and to see what the messages are that are out there right now for the viewers and listeners of your space. So, yeah, I'd be really excited to delve into it if you don't mind. I would, I know, like, I, yes. Everyone's like, yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's get into it. I'm just shuffling my tarot deck, and then we're going to lay out a few cards. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. So let's see what we have first up. So first up, we have the Five of Cups. So the Five of Cups is a card that speaks to you about how you react to things that are happening around you. So the Five of Cups usually shows up when you're in a state where something happens to you and you would react maybe in a bit of a overly emotional way or just a way that is not allowing you to have the results that you desire actually come to fruition anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So in numerology, the number five is a number that speaks of some emotional challenge that right now is kind of like the underlying issue of some things that you may be going through. So while you're maybe annoyed that you're in traffic or that somebody isn't speaking to you the way you wish that they would, what is actually the issue is most likely something like an underlying emotional component. So I'm going to add another card. We have the Wheel of Fortune next. And the Wheel of Fortune is trying to communicate to you basically that life has its ups and its downs. So it depends on what perspective you're looking at it from. So in correlation to the Five of Cups, while you may be annoyed at somebody talking to you in a aggressive or condescending manner, if you look at it from a different point of view, just as a wheel or a circle, depending on where you look from, if you were standing on a wheel, um, up and down is like... is very subjective, right? Yeah. Depends on where you stand. So instead of seeing it as something to be annoyed about, how about seeing it from a viewpoint where you're empathetic towards the fact that that person is probably going through something that is making them react that way. So don't mm. add on to it because then you're just creating kind of this domino effect that isn't necessary. And um, furthermore, in the Wheel of Fortune, we also just have this notion that without darkness there can't be light so just like without hard times you won't really know what amazing joyful moments are like everything would just kind of be the same right so yeah appreciate any type of emotional struggles or challenges that you feel like you're going through and remind yourself that those are often your biggest 
lessons and people who can make you feel agitated or annoyed are often your biggest teachers as well, your greatest teachers. Mm. So I'm going to add a few more cards in. We have the Four of Pentacles next. So for all our beautiful listeners out there, the Four of Pentacles is talking about work. Let's just be real. So you have to roll up your sleeves, get into the nitty gritty, and remind yourself that even though things are really difficult during a pandemic and it may seem as though the end is nowhere close and things are just in a complete a complete state of havoc, remind yourself that through hard work and dedication and just sticking to trying to continue to better your approach towards work, you can actually generate stability. The Four of Pentacles is also about stability and reminding yourself that hard work is one thing that you may want to diversify, just like you spoke mm -hmm. about earlier, Taylor, um, saying how important it is to build a business. Mm -hmm. So the same goes right now. So while one side of your work life may be down or very difficult, that doesn't mean that you can't rise to the top through a different creation or a different stream of revenue that you can create. Mm. So let's add one more card into the reading. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Princess of Pentacles. So the Princess of Pentacles is somebody who is very much connected to the earthly realm, someone who is most likely of an earth sign, doesn't need to be, but just has that earth sign type of energy about them. And they're having an effect on your life and they can have an effect on the strain that's on you in correlation to work or just finances in general, the goals that you want to accomplish. The Princess of Pentacles is able to inspire you at this point to create more structure and stability in your work. So look out for podcasts books, just different type of content that you can consume from somebody who is young, has really fresh ideas, and is really interested in optimizing business and optimizing finances. Because pentacles, that's the suit of earthly things, of things that are um, finite, such as your time as well. Don't forget to value that and to look into different methods, how you can optimize your time as well as your earthly possessions from someone who you really connect with, from someone where you feel like this is a goal that I can accomplish because if they did it and they're able to explain, um, then I can do it. So a very um, down-to-earth kind of personality here. So, that. yeah, so that is what I got for the listeners as just a main little bit of advice, a main little bit of psychic insight. <laughs> Yay. Well, guys, that's exactly the kind of thing that you will find on her channel. But the great thing about when you go, because I know you're going to go after you listen over to her channel, is the fact that it will become a little bit more personalized for you because you got the opportunity to pick either. It's typically like a crystal or a card that you intuitively connect with and when I tell you like I've said before that it truly your videos have truly been helping 
guide my intuition, my thoughts, and my flow. Um, I could not be more thankful for you because uh, I know it's going to help someone else who hears this who might be a little bit nervous on how to enter into this world. So I wanted to say thank you for your time and thank you for just being open to being on this medium and sharing what you do. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share and to just make something that is very mystical, um, <laughs> a very easy to share and easy to talk about type of experience for more people because I do truly feel that your intuition, your sixth sense, even though there's still a lot of testing and investigating that needs to be done, uh, I think we can all agree that there is such a thing as a gut feeling and that there is such a thing as um, just something that is bigger than us, some type of energy that's around us that I think um, we could all benefit from understanding and also listening to, listening to science, our intuition. And yeah, I would just like to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share that and to share this space with you today. My pleasure. Um, if anybody wants to follow you, where can they find you on maybe Instagram, YouTube? I'll have it down below in the description um, on Spotify or iTunes, but uh, if you can also just verbally tell people where to find you. Yeah, definitely. So make sure that you check out my channel on YouTube under Vanessa Samina. So it's Vanessa Samina. <laughs> and um, feel free to tune into one or two readings and then you'll know instinctively whether you want to stick around and whether my way of reading clicks. I always encourage people to first watch one or two videos before they commit to subscribing because mm -hmm. you are really the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So make sure that even the people you follow on social media, that you gel with them and that you find them to be a positive influence. So the same goes for my Instagram. It's Vanessa Samina. Feel free to shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. And if you are interested in my crystal products, feel free to go on www.buildabowlife.com yeah. to find all of the crystal products that I carry in my store. <laughs> and as always, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at TaylorLN and at TaylorLN on Twitter and uh, at Cup of Tay Shop, obviously, on Instagram. So, Vanessa, thank you so much again for your time. Um, I know that at some point we're going to do um, a private reading, and I'm I'm in the process of figuring out if like, I might just put that out as, like, an actually its own little mini podcast. Um, so look out for that in the future, guys. But thank you so much, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Thank you, Taylor. Bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. This episode was brought to you by my company, Cup of Tea Luxury Loose Leaf Teas. It is the most amazing, delicious organic teas on the market. We have green teas, black teas, white teas, dessert teas, everything that you could want in one place. Head over to cupoftea.com. That's C-U-P-O-F-T-E.com. 
or at Cup of Taste Shop on Instagram and all other social media handles. The link is also in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Okay, ladies, now let's get information.